Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Corcoran Entertainment Show, and today we are here with a very special episode of uh, the podcast. Uh, as you'll be able to tell from the title, this episode is called the Star Spangled Podcast. You're probably thinking, what the hell, did I click on the right podcast? Well, yes, you did. Um, as I said, this is a uh, another special episode because we did a, sort of a special one last week when we gave a little insider's look of our Night of One Acts. Um, next week, we will be back to regular episodes. Um, and uh, yeah, so it, it's been a very busy last uh, couple weeks. Um, I got to tell you, though, um, it feels great to have live theater back. Like there's something about it. Oh, like I can't even put into words uh, how amazing it is to finally be back doing what I love and uh, not a care in the world. You know what I mean? It just feels so amazing. And so some people might say, oh, God, you, you know, I, I can't do, you know, this gets too much and this gets too much. And I'm like, I, I mean, like maybe it's a lot, but just for me, I'm just so happy to be doing what I'm doing. Like it's. Yeah, I can't put it. I can't put it into words. I'm gonna be spending an, an an entire goddamn intro just trying to put into words how much this means to me. But anyway, so uh, the Star Spangled Podcast. Uh, this is going to be promoting uh, the upcoming CM Productions, the Star Spangled Girl, which uh, actually opens this Thursday uh, at a Mamashi Valley High School, uh, June 23rd to the 26th. Show starts at 7 p.m. and tickets are uh, are twenty dollars, and um, yeah, you can you can uh, catch me and uh, AJ Turcott, uh, Taylor Blackmore, uh, in one of Neil Simon's funniest shows. It's got to be up there for me. Um, it's well, I mean, it's it, <laughs> in terms of picking Neil Simon's plays, it it it'd almost be like cho- uh, picking a favorite child because <laughs> there's so many of them. But this one here, I've had so much fun working on this. Uh, yeah, um. Well, of course, uh, under CM Productions again with uh, Chris Matheson, who this is the first time uh, a thing that I've ever done for this podcast, which is I've uh, recycled a guest <laughs> uh, because, of course, uh, Chris had appeared uh, on I think it was what episode four, five, six, seven, something like that. But um, so consider yourself honored, Chris. This is the first time thing that I've used an old guest for uh, for an episode. <laughs> uh, and so, uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So basically, it's going to be a, maybe a bit of a shorter episode than usual. Um, when we actually recorded this, this is actually our first in-person episode. And so we just finished our 12-hour dress rehearsal, getting our final preparations in place for the show to open on Thursday. We, we uh, recorded it Sunday. Um, so we finished a 12 hour practice. We were there from nine to nine and, uh, we got the show whipped into shape and it felt so amazing. All I can say is that I think audience, you say, if you say there's not enough going on in Miramichi, you are crazy because there's lots going on here. And we, 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 we worked so hard to put this show on and, uh, I can easily say that I think it's paid off. I, I mean, we've been working at this for a while now about you know, 10 or so months started back in the summer last year, hoping to put it on, uh, last fall. And then of course, you know, I've, uh, that, the, the, the C word that I, that I can't stand hearing anymore, but it's hard to avoid, um, uh, gotten away. And, uh, so now here we are months later, uh, the show, I, I couldn't be 
more proud with 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 uh, how it's turned out. And uh, so, if you want just a nice uh, evening out, uh, definitely uh, CM Productions presents Neil Simon's The Star Spangled Girl uh, again, uh, June twenty third to the twenty sixth at Mamrishi Valley High School. Tickets are uh, twenty dollars. Uh, and yeah, just come on out, support local theater because uh, we all work so hard to do this and uh and put on a great show for you guys and uh you know just listen one of those you know whether what you're going through in life if you're uh you know you just need a laugh this is the time you know what i mean like i think you'll 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 have lots of laughs during this show and um yeah so i'm gonna stop talking now i'm gonna just uh roll the intro and uh get the show on the road because uh yeah as i said it's our first in-person episode uh you know we'll just be giving our thoughts uh me uh, Taylor Blackmore, AJ Turcott, and Chris Matheson will be discussing, uh, you know, some of our uh, favorite uh, uh, funny memories together, the whole production process, uh, Neil Simon, do a little spotlight on Neil Simon. And, uh, yep, so overall, just uh, enjoy the show, guys, and um, don't miss our show, So, which is, uh, as I said, June 23rd uh to 26 at Mary Valley. Um, I'm going to stop doing all these plugs. Uh, but, uh, yep, so... Let's just get this on. What's going on? Welcome back to the Cork and Entertainment Show today. Here we are on a fancy little set here. I know since this is audio only, you guys are probably like, what the hell is he talking about? But that's because we are on the set of CM Productions, the Star Spangled Girl. I am joined by, so sitting to my far right, I'm dyslexic, I'm sorry. This is uh, the director uh, and the CM in CM Productions, Chris Matheson. Sitting on the far left, actually. I told you I'm dyslexic. And then we have the Star Spangled Girl herself. She is a, uh, as the, how do you say that word? I'm, I'm sorry, I'm terrible with words. As a titian at the Blush Beauty Bar. So if you guys need your pedicures, get a book now. Taylor Blackmore. Hi. She is the Star Spangled Girl. And then, of course, we have uh, AJ Turcott over here, who is half awake because uh, actually this guy here graduates college soon. AJ. Love it. AJ, speak up. <laughs> hey, how's it going, guys? There you go. How's it going? Yeah, there we go. Actually, yeah, you know what here? So, yeah, so as I mentioned in the intro, you guys can just bear with us here. This is actually our first in-person episode. I thought about doing this um, like like a Zoom episode. I said, you know what? Uh, uh, they're like, you know, no better time to do it. So, I mean, like, you know, we might as well, though, eh? So, uh, we just got finished a 12-hour dress rehearsal. How are we all feeling? Nothing like it like it like hours. aj aj man aj's like it like in terrible shape are you i'm pretty tired yeah matheson seems to be in pretty good shape from watching uh watching us for 12 hours but <laughs> matheson tell me like whenever we started or, or like you started doing like dress rehearsals and, and stuff like that i mean like lots of people work differently but uh what was it went, went with that you're like okay we we need to do it like like a nine to nine like what was really the uh, decision where you're like yeah that's enough time like some people might just do nine to five or nine to six or or just do an hour some plays uh we've done where like you know we just do one run through it's like all right guys that's it nobody knows their shit 
But uh, so, so what's your opinion on that? Well, Frankie, uh, for many years, I didn't do nine to nines, but then with a drop in the quality of actors and talent, <laughs> I was, <laughs> no, uh, I don't know when that started. When I, when I first started doing plays, I don't know, 20 years ago or whatever, um, we did dress rehearsals, but I don't remember doing nine to nines. I don't remember when that exactly started, but um, it, it always seemed like we were kind of under the gun to get the show ready and you needed to do that many runs of the play that it took the time. Because basically you end up, you know, with a two, two hour show, you get kind of one rough run through in the morning, which takes way longer than the show actually is. You get an, an afternoon run when you kind of dump the costumes and things in for the first time, and that goes longer than it should. And then the, you need the third one, which is kind of everything comes together and the show actually comes in in the right amount of time. So it just, it takes 12 hours. I, I don't, there's no real science to that. It just happens to be, I mean, we finished at 8.30, so within a half an hour. So it just seems to take the time. And it took us about uh, an hour to set up <laughs> for this. <laughs> so, Taylor, you're finally back up on the stage. It's been a while for you. Uh, uh, Taylor and I go way back to, what, 2013 when we were doing Peter Pan. And, I mean, that's like, you know, what's it like all these years later? Did you picture this in a million years? Um, I always say that this is my last, and it never ends up being my last. So, no, I didn't picture this. <laughs> Think of it this way. Taylor Blackmore is like Anthony Hopkins. He said in like 1990, he's like, yeah, I'm done after this movie. And then next thing you know, he's in Thor. And then he's in, he and, and then he's been in Oscars and uh, that. So it's like he didn't actually ever really retire. AJ, what's it like for you? I mean, you graduated same time we did. You didn't join till later. But I mean, were you always like, OK, this is my last one. And then you're like, no, nah, I got two more in me. I got three more in me. Well, there's a there's a genuine passion for acting. I feel like all of us, especially those who have dealt with Matheson over the years. But whenever he gives you the call or text that he wants you for a new uh, project, I mean, you can't say no, especially if you got the time and you've got the uh, the will to do it and the wants. That's all it's all about. I mean, risking your sleep and your and your sanity, that's got to count for something. So so uh, it's 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 been a crazy couple of years for <laughs> believe it or not, this play has actually been in production since what august 2021 and here we are in june and it's finally happening this week we're uh, recording this on sunday we open on thursday so definitely uh be sure to spread the word guys you'll see it on social media and i just mentioned it in the intro as well too uh so uh tell me uh, madison what drew you towards this particular piece i mean obviously of course covid you can't do big musicals and stuff like that and this one here was a nice three three person show but what what was it about this particular one that really you're like yeah we got to do that one um well i uh because of the circumstances you just mentioned i was looking for something with a smaller cast because i thought with the ups and downs of covid it would be easier to um get a smaller cast together and if things happen to kind of disrupt things it would e be easier to keep a cast of three um kind of moving forward when we could um as far as this particular show i mean i i'm a big fan of neil simons it's no secret um and um this was one of many of his scripts that was on my shelf and uh, i had looked at it before never had in a moment saying i'm going to do this right now but i mean i had read it and um i don't know i was looking for that small cast play and um, um, it just seemed to be the right fit. And, uh, and geez, you know what? I'm trying to remember exactly why, what the circumstance, it was so long ago, what the circumstances were. I think I was looking for a reason to bring the three of you together, but I, 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 that sounds right. So I'm going to say that's what it was uh, because obviously, Frankie, you've been in a, a lot of my shows uh, with CM Productions, all of them so far. 
and uh, well, AJ had been in the the laughter on twenty third floor last summer, and I, he was. It was really cool to. I hadn't worked with him for a while, so it was really cool to have him back. So I thought, ooh, it'd be fun to do that again. And then Taylor was here, working, and I think we had been somewhere where you kind of intimated that you would be maybe oh, cool with coming back. And then it was like, okay, those three people. This is a no brainer. If I can get these three people together, it could be the. Um, well, Franny could be the shittiest script ever written and the three of you together would make it gold. Right. So I knew that would happen. So it's just all the right elements. Um, you know, if you want to bake the perfect cake, you have to have the, the right recipe and you have to have the right ingredients and you know, it all comes together. And there you go. That's a great way to put it. So, and, and the tailors, I mean, it's been, as, as I said, it's been so long, like what, 10 months we've been doing this. Is there a bit of like, um, uh, there might be some people with some certain roles and they're like, Oh, I'm just dying to get this over with and get this over with. But is there ever a point where you're like, like, no, no, uh, this is fine. I could do this forever. Or are you kind of like, you know, like, cause there's some shows you're like, we don't want to keep beating a dead horse in a way, but there's also a bit of that. I don't want to say goodbye to it kind of thing. And it's crazy to think that after 10 months, it's coming to an end. So what's it like for you now that we're coming down to the wire? Is there a bit of relief? Is there a bit of, uh, uh, thank God we're done or like, you know what I mean? So what's it like for you? I don't think I ever really want to be like done, done a show. It's the practices and stuff like that that just make it so fun. Like I say, this is my therapy every week. Like I come here and I laugh with you guys for like two hours and we just have a blast. So that is what I'm really going to miss. Do I feel relieved when show week is done? Yes, because it stresses me out. <laughs> but <laughs> I love doing it. I, I continue to do it. So obviously I have to like it in some sort of a way i guess <laughs> taylor has stockholm syndrome apparently i think that's what she... <laughs> uh so aj how's it like for you though too i mean obviously you've done lots you're 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 going to school now you're you've got your whole career ahead of you now at this point and it's been a long road so is there a bit of relief for you or is it like you know well 100 there's some relief frankie i mean we've been working on this for 10 months and like Taylor mentioned, there's been lots of good memories and laughs from from that time. But uh, yeah, it feels good to definitely put a like a, a bow on it. You know what I mean? And finish it up. So, yeah. Great. So we actually haven't talked about what the show is. So uh, I will turn it over to the director who will tell it. So, yeah. What is this play? I'm going to play the dumb journalist. So what's the play about? What's the play about? What's what's the Star Spangled Girl about? What what is this play? Are you going to finish asking the questions? Or? Yeah. Uh, it's like those journalists who are like, so what's the Avengers about? What's the Avengers about? You know fucking well what the Avengers is about. <laughs> I'm just going to say two quick things before I say that. Uh, one, and AJ makes a good point. It, it's always great fun to put on a show, but ultimately the thing is to put on the show, right? It's like I made the analogy of baking the cake, but it's so that I can eat the cake because I enjoy cake, right? So with the show, all the work goes into it. You do want to finally get that point where, okay, people can see this, right? And uh, they can enjoy it and you get the enjoyment out of them enjoying it. So we've worked a long time for that. And two, no matter what she says, she will always be my Star Spangled Girl, whether she does anything else uh, or not. Um, so the play is actually, it's a pretty straightforward concept. I mean, some people might argue that Neil Simon ripped off somebody else, but I think a lot of people have ripped off Neil Simon uh, because the plot is fairly straightforward. You have, you have two... Um, you know, 20 something uh, buddies who live in an apartment together. Uh, they're kind of university grads who, uh, you know, are sort of fighting the system. You know what I mean? They're like, they're, they're trying to draw attention to, you know, the corruption in politics. And of course the, the, the Vietnam war and the tensions in the sixties were because there were a lot of young people that were anti-war and a lot of older conservative people that were pro-war. And, um, 
And then, of course, you have um, the uh, former Olympic swimmer who moves in across the hall, the beautiful Olympic swimmer across the hall, who's, you know, pro-patriot, pro-America, and, uh, of course, very different, uh, you know, ideologies, I guess. And But beyond that, it's just a very simple, um, you know, kind of love triangle where, you know, the beautiful girls across the hall, one of the roommates falls in, madly in love with her, but it's it's the other roommate that, that that's what the relationship should be, right? So that they end up, you know, do they end up together? I won't give that away. Uh, do they end up getting that? So you have that kind of straightforward love triangle that's been, you know, a plot point in like every sitcom, probably in every ro- romantic comedy that's ever been, right? So um, that's basically it. Best way to describe it is uh, Big Bang Theory. Yes. I remember, Taylor, was it you who said that? Yeah. Was- when I read the script, that's kind of like what it was giving me. It was like Big Bang vibes. I don't know. Like She's there's like across the hall. <laughs> She's like across the hall, like Penny is, I guess. I don't know. There's four of them, but there's only two of you guys. And then I, a Gib, I know you're watching this because you're editing this down. Cut the. <laughs> He's just listening. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So yeah, Big Bang Theory. Yeah. It, it reminds you of Big Bang Theory, doesn't it? Yeah. When I first read the script, that is what it made me think of was Big Bang Theory. Um, being like the girl next door and like the dynamic between, I guess, the neighbors. So best way to put it would be I'd be Sheldon, AJ would be Leonard and uh, Taylor would be uh, a penny. Yeah. So I think there is a scene where I come to your door and I'm and I'm knocking on the door and I'm saying, Sophie, Sophie, <laughs> Sophie. Or wait, we cut in the script. Shit, we cut that part, didn't we? Shit. Oh yeah, that's (laughs) that's that that that. Can we put that back in? Did I cut that? You cut that. (laughs) We tried to avoid a lawsuit. We added it in, and then uh, uh, Neil Simon's lawyers came after us. (laughs) From so, so, uh, AJ. I mean, like, uh, you know, working on this for so long. uh, We even uh, mentioned too. There's so many funny moments. That is there any that come to your mind immediately? That (laughs) it's funny when when uh, we were talking about this too. We're like. When you explain to someone about these funny moments, they look at you and they're like, so it's like, no, no, you, you, you had to have been there. Is there any moments that the audience would get, or is it like, no, you had to be there kind of thing? Well, I mean, anybody can promote the show after seeing it and say all these funny stories, but like, you got to actually see it to actually have that uh, reaction. Right. And laughter. But uh, there's, there's a lot in, in this show. Uh, if you come and see it, there's going to be a lot of laughs and hundred percent. Then none of your friends will laugh at you when you tell them the story. So you're going to have to come see it yourself. And AJ will uh, sign you sign your shirt for you too. Right. Is that, is that true? Are you going to five dollars? Yeah. Yeah. I'm signing, uh, I'm signing women, un- women's underwear for $5. So. <laughs> oh dear. Yes, sir. Is that false advertising or is that actually legit? You're That's actually going to go. Legit, no. Okay. Someone's going to come after you and be it's, like, it's actually $10. Sorry. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay, okay. What are this? Okay. So this podcast went from uh, promoting our new play to all of a sudden we're talking about w- women's underwear. That's you pretty. Pay for the show somehow. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. That's exactly it. So. <laughs> so... Uh, so, um, so as we said, you know, Neil Simon, I'm, uh, um, uh, we've done lots of his plays. I mean, most, I think probably a majority of Neil's of the CM productions have been Neil Simon. What always draws you to his, his uh, style and his writing and his uh, humor? I mean, like, uh, uh, if you're like, okay, I, uh, I have a good cast. I just need a good script. Just go right to the master Neil Simon. What always draws you to, to his scripts in particular? Um, one thing is that, um, he writes people really well. 
Um, so he sort of has a way of portraying people that has every character has sort of this nugget of, of realism to them that kind of centers the character. So as absurd as the scenes sometimes are, there's a reality to it. Um, and I think the other thing is like, uh, I've always enjoyed old comedy and Neil Simon committed the 1950s. We did laugh from the 23rd floor. So we know his backstory. Uh, those or the golden age of television, when these writers were writing this classic comedy, which is the basis for Saturday night live and everything that's there today. And, uh, I've always loved that old comedy. So I think maybe that style is what I find funny. So Neil Simon, therefore I've always been uh, drawn to him and, uh, he's just so prolific. He's written so much, uh, that there's so many plays to do. I'm almost done. There's not too many more that I want to do, but uh, uh, anyway, yeah, I think I think those two things uh, have drawn me to him. Taylor, you uh, you've done a few. Is there one in particular that that you look back on and you're like, that's the one. That's the one that I can look back on the most proudly. Was, I think I probably know the answer to it. But. Was rumors Neil Simon? Yeah, either rumors or Brighton Beach, only because. I like all the scripts, but Brighton Beach, especially, it was like us seven. I think there were seven of us. And it was just like, I don't know. We were always the seven. We were always together, like all through high school. So to bring us all back and like get to kind of relive that was really, really nice. So Brighton Beach kind of has a special memory in my heart. But Rumors, we knew the script so well. And we had fun with it every single night. Rumors was definitely. Rumors, anyone I ask, Rumors is their favorite. Yeah. No, before we continue, we'd like to give a shout out to James Mullinger, one of Canada's top comics. James performs his first show in Miramichi since becoming Canadian in his special Canada Day weekend show, Saturday, July 2nd at Carrefour Beausoleil. Show starts at 7.30 and you can purchase your tickets now on eventbrite.ca. Book now before they sell out. Even the, the late, great uh, Lloyd Cameron had had, uh, had said that too. Every time I saw him after the show, he's just like, my God, rumors was great. Rumors was great. He said just every time I saw him and it's, and that's one of the reasons why I love doing theater so much is that you, 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 you're able to, to uh, embody these characters and tell these stories. And then months later, people are still saying, yeah, oh my God, I, I love that you did that. And you did a great job. And it was oh, that reminded me of this. And it reminded me of that. And the fact that it's always the audience reaction that's it's doing it here is one thing but it's doing it in the actual audience and everything or, or like with the audience and hearing their reactions and then hearing people months later still say I, I love that script that's that's the best part about it uh AJ you've been busy with plays now too because uh, you were actually we uh last week's episode we did our little insiders look on on the night of one act so I mean how how has it been uh, balancing AJ's an actor in high demand for anyone who's looking to hire AJ you got to book him months in advance and um, 10 months in advance and uh, so what's it like I mean like do you get stressed almost when you're like juggling so many so many plays because there's so many lines well, especially in this one for those of you um, if you want to see how many lines AJ has come buy a ticket for $20 at the door <laughs> as well as if you want to see me screw up my lines also come on <laughs> <laughs> don't, jinx it. don't jinx it yeah you bastard uh so uh is there ever a bit of like uh like i mean as you said if you have the passion and you have the drive it always helps but is there also a bit of like oh my god am i taking on too much or what's it well yeah anybody can get tired from doing too much i mean acting's acting i like it it's a hobby right like it's it's gets me out of work it gets me out of the house it, it and it's like taylor mentioned earlier it's laughs you're just coming out and having a great time with people putting on these costumes faces and you're, you're just and it's it's a great time and you and you're able to come out with this huge uh this huge show 
And, uh, uh, but yeah, like it can get stressful. I mean, with yours, I wasn't as stressed for this one, but, uh, there's for obvious reasons, but <laughs> no, it's, it's definitely good to get them out of the way. Um, but like, it's, you know, there's always going to be more, it's never, it's never ending. As long as you like doing that kind of stuff, it's like anything. If you like vehicles, if you like makeup, if you like, you know what I mean? You're, you're going to continue to do it and you're going to continue love doing it. That's just the way it is. It's like a bad drug. Exactly. It really is. Yeah. You're like, okay, no more after this. Yeah. And then, and then, and then you immediately take on someone asks you like, okay, uh, do you want to part in this play and a part in that play? And, and you take it all and you're like, wait, why the fuck did I do that? John, yeah. John, it would have been John Grant who gave me my shot of drugs then. <laughs> John Grant, it, it was a funny story. Two second story in grade 11. I've always had an interest in acting and uh, Matheson was doing auditions down in the uh, I think it was grade 11 we were in and uh, Taylor Frankie and you know the usuals were there and they were well prepared and John Grant had pulled me aside and he was like you're auditioning and I'm like uh, okay so very best walk down here to the audition uh, had nothing prepared Matheson hand me a piece of paper I read it horribly and he said you're in <laughs> so and ever since there I've just working worked my way up you know more experience and you know better memorization and acting skills and it's it's awesome i love i love to entertain yeah so uh john grant's mom actually watches this podcast too really? yeah i saw her uh, the other day heather if you're watching this shout out to you you're uh, uh one of the biggest supporters of this podcast and uh i think your son has created a monster <laughs> your son has created a monster matheson have you ever pictured this in a million years like us doing this you know 10 years ago now here we are sitting here and it's like it feels like we're on like howard or actually i'm not 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 nothing like howard stern but uh i i don't even have my own studio <laughs> uh but did you ever picture this in a million years and what's it like when you're like wow that's crazy like where we started from i mean you talked about it in the episode you were on the podcast about you know dropping my uh you, uh, you know me dropping stuff in the toilet and everything you know so uh <laughs> so what's it like now looking back on it, about what almost 10 years later um yeah i mean you asked me 10 years ago no i i wouldn't have said that you know the three four of us would be sitting here doing this but i mean who would know that uh i hadn't even at that point started doing this like cm productions i mean i was doing school stuff but so at that point in time 10 years ago i mean when you graduated high school that was it and uh chances are probably our paths didn't cross that much since then i mean um, I have a special place in my heart for all my drama kids that have gone through this program in the years I've been here, but you know, in some of them, I, I run into them here or there or see them once in the blue moon or hear from them. But I mean, I don't have any kind of regular, uh, contact with most of them. Um, so this has facilitated that to some degree. Um, it's provided an opportunity. And that was, that was why I did this. It was to provide uh, alumni people who are still here and around, uh, the chance to keep doing this because there's just, you know, there is theater in Miramichi, but there's not, it tends to be very isolated because there tends to be every group that exists kind of has their own people they draw on. So there really weren't a lot of opportunities for my students once they graduated to do more theater. Um, so this kind of provides that um, or has, and I hope it continues to. Um, so yeah, I guess once that got started, that was my hope. I mean, did I think that again, I'd be doing a play with the three of you. I know. Yeah. In my dreams, I guess. Yeah. I mean, this, this is wonderful. I mean, this, this is what I love to do. And you guys are the exact kind of people that I love doing it with people that are talented and dedicated and fun to work with. And, uh, you know, um, but it's like anything in life. I mean, when, when you, 
you, you, you have a family, they're always your family, you know, and whether they're with you every day or not. So, I mean, you know, it's nice to bring the family back together every once in a while like this to do something. So, yeah. This is our Thanksgiving dinner right here. This, this is our thing. <laughs> this is our Thanksgiving, uh, 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 feast. So yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny because, uh, <laughs> people are only going to hear, uh, the audio of this and, and I, I'm looking over at people going like, what are you doing? Uh, what are you doing? And people listening have no idea what, what that is. Um, so Taylor, I asked AJ, is there any like, uh, uh, memories that you have? I mean, like, you know, obviously working on this one for so long, I mean, like between, all three of, of you guys getting COVID and uh, it's been a crazy kind of, <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, you know, lots of uh, uh, ups, uh, bumps in the road. I, I mean, like, you know, is there any moment where you, you look back on and you're like, I'll, I will remember that forever. Uh, that comes to mind right away. I, I can't think of anything, but I know I go home every, every week and I'm like, Oh my God, this happened at practice today. And it was like the funniest thing. And, and nobody laughs because there definitely had to be their moments. Um, and plus, I just don't think people get our humor. Sometimes we're just, I don't know, we're kind of in our own world. <laughs> we are weird. We're we're sick. We're sick people. I don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, that's exactly it. So it's funny. Uh, between us three here, um, uh, this uh, Matheson has gotten COVID. Taylor, you have gotten COVID. AJ has gotten COVID. And twice. And I'm, I'm, I'm like biting my fingernails now that we're, we're a few days from opening now. <laughs> so, I mean, like, obviously when you're doing like these shows and all that, especially in this day and age, Madison, how do you, how, how, how do you prepare for stuff like this? I mean, like, you know, obviously, I mean, even in a world before COVID, there would have been situations where someone's like, Hey, I had a heart attack this morning and I can't do the show tonight or something like that. Or no, the, the, these things happen. These things happen. You know what I mean? <laughs> would that happen in high school? No, <laughs> no. Close. Close. Oh yeah. But, but, uh, but, or like a car accident, you know, that might be more. Yeah. So, I mean, like twice, I've had it happen twice. I've never, I know I've never had, I've never not been able to put the show on, but I, I came close twice. Uh, one was, uh, I was doing, um, Alice in Wonderland and Priscilla Anderson was playing Alice. You probably, probably won't listen to this. I don't know, but Priscilla, hi. Uh, and, uh, anyway, uh, she, um, she swallowed a pin. They were, they were doing costumes. There's these little long pins with these little yellow balls on the end of them. And she had some in her mouth because she was sewing and somebody said something funny, I guess. I wasn't there. It wasn't here at the school, but um, somebody said something funny and she laughed and she inhaled and, and she swallowed one of them. And it got, luckily it went ball down first. So it didn't get like stuck in her throat. They were able to get it out without surgery. She was hoarse for a few days, but I had to cancel the dress rehearsal the next day, which was a nine to nine Sunday. And we end up, uh, the principal here allowed me to pull them out of class for the whole afternoon uh, on a Tuesday so we could run, we could get the dress rehearsal done because we opened on, on a Wednesday night and I had a microphone ready for and everything in case she couldn't like project because she was a little hoarse, but she was fine. And then the second time was Emily Lahoulier. Hello, Emily, if you're listening to this, uh, who got into a car accident and a math book textbook fell out, flew off the back seat and gave her a concussion. And she calls me from the hospital, her mother does. And then she calls me and I'm, I'm going, oh my God. And she's like, no, I'm going to be fine. It's okay. The doctor has me walking up and down the hall. So I, you know, I'm fine, you know, whatever and uh had a cat scan and all that but i'll be there tonight 
and probably gave her best performance of the run that, <laughs> that night. But those were the only two times where he came close. Uh, I, both times I was like, well, I'll postpone it or whatever if we have to. But they were troopers both times. And uh, as most actors are, they'll, they're, they'll pretty much do anything to make the show go on. So, but yeah, that's, I've never had to cancel. That's as close as I ever came. And I never had to, that I can remember, had to replace somebody in a major role because something happened to them. Yeah. So like if, if it ever got to the point where like, an actor said, Hey, I can't come tonight. Would you be like, Oh, it's fine. I'll, I'll play your part. <laughs> well, well, it's funny. My, <laughs> that happened to my son, but anyway, no, I, I couldn't do that. Um, because, uh, I know the script, I know the story and I know some of the lines, but I don't know, like if this happened to one of you guys, I don't know your parts. I don't know every line of your parts. I couldn't go on. I couldn't even bluff my way through the scenes. Like, I don't know enough of the lines to actually get on there and make it seem like I know what I'm doing. So no, definitely. I would not be going on stage and taking the part of the person that was absent. Um, especially you Taylor, but um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know if, if it happened. Um, it depends if you mean like they, they're never coming back. Uh, I don't know if it's just that they, something they're sick and we have to postpone that's different. But as far as like, last minute somebody's gone they're not coming back i don't have an answer for that it's never happened and knock on wood i i, I hope it never does because i don't have an easy solution for that there's no understudies so we are the understudies so like if the if we get sick then the show's screwed now uh so yeah i so i think uh we'll 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 kind of go around in a circle here we'll give some like uh, final thoughts here uh so as we said it's a bit of a shorter episode because uh, we've got lots of work to do this week in uh, getting our show uh prepared and rest our vocal cords because i'm losing my voice as we go um <laughs> and i look over and aj's eyes are <laughs> half asleep uh so aj do you got any final words i mean like you know like uh if uh some someone came up to you and said hey i hear you're in the show should i come watch it what would your pitch be i'd be mad if you didn't didn't come watch it yeah we've been working for 10 months uh this is a great show neil simon a uh, lot of lot of comedy a lot of action and uh it's gonna be great so um, make sure you come out and see it because if you don't I will find you and I will kill you that was AJ Neeson in the Star Spangled oh, Taken the Star Sp the Star Spangled Girl was <laughs> I've taken the Star Spangled Girl <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh geez yeah so now we got to do that now like a Liam Neeson Liam Neeson uh... play yeah Liam Neeson play Oh, wow. What's that? Um, yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> so if somebody told you, Taylor, say, hey, Taylor, I, I see you're on this poster and I, I kind of want to go see the show, but I don't know. Like, what should I do? Can I go? Should I go see it? Yes, you should come see it. Oh, my God. It's just such a good laugh. It's it's well worth it. It's a night out. Everybody always says there's nothing to do here. Well, here's something to do. It'll be good. There we go. Madison, what would you say to somebody? Chris, I want to come see your show, but I don't, I don't know. I just, I don't know if, if I, if I can make it out or if this interests me, what should I come out and see it? Was that your grandmother impression again? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> She's never going to listen to this. It's fine. No. Um, I think Taylor and AJ said it well, but I mean, you hear a lot of people say, oh, there's nothing to do with Miramichi. Well, there's lots to do and people should support things like this because uh, there are people working hard to provide these kinds of 
experiences or entertainment for people in the community. And I don't know why more people don't come see it. Um, you know, uh, I, it's not a musical. I get that. I mean, you know, but I mean, there's markets for everything, but I mean, uh, it's, it's good old fashioned entertainment. It's a comedy. It's not offensive or harmful to anybody. It's just a feel good show. Uh, two hours of good, solid entertainment uh, to kick off the summer season, I suppose. And uh, again, for two hours, are you going to be better entertained, you know, going to the movies or anywhere else? Probably not. So come on, see live theater. There's nothing quite like it. And, uh, you know, and most people, when they do it for the first time, see it for the first time, they leave and go, wow, that's what it's like. Why didn't I go to one of those before? Or I'm going to start going to those. Well, okay. Well, let this be your first one then, if that's the case. Or if you come to them regularly or make it be your second one. I don't care. Come to the show, whoever you are, please. I'm begging you. AJ threatened to kill you. I'm just going to beg you, you know, so come to the show. And uh, yeah, I was going to give my own, but I mean, I can't really top those. Those are actually, you pretty well took the words out of my mouth. Minus AJ's uh, uh, threatening to, uh, to kill. I feel like this is like the final episode of the show because I think we're going to get canceled. Someone's going to hear this and take it the wrong way and uh, cancel Corcoran. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, AJ. <laughs> <laughs> sorry buddy anytime <laughs> so yeah so that'll do for uh today's episode i want to thank my guests uh chris matheson uh taylor blackmore and uh aj turcott uh we are going to uh rest up and uh, get ready to uh, put on uh, one hell of a show for you guys so the star spangled girl come see it mamashi valley high school on uh june 23rd to the 26th is that correct Correct. Yep. And uh, twenty dollars for ticket and uh, best entertainment that uh, you you will find here uh, uh, this weekend. So um, actually, you know, ever. <laughs> See, yeah, there we go. I'm gonna. That's my pitch. The best entertainment ever. Yeah, I just thought of that on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> all right so yep so uh thanks for for uh taking time out of your schedule to listen to this guys and uh so i'll go uh one by one everyone will say goodbye there's a lot of swearing in this podcast wasn't there this is for the people who listen to podcasts late right stay up late and mature. i didn't hear any swearing yeah, there was no... well thank you everybody thank you thank you bye and taylor where, where can people find you for your uh uh you know pedicures and uh and uh all those beauty what do you call the i'm not too up on it esthetician services yeah uh blush booty bar give us a call we are on water street in chatham what's your phone number do you know it honestly i don't know it i think it's seven seven three zero zero eight eight, but it could also be seven seven eight so google it please <laughs> or even better come see the show and then ask taylor where the address is yes there you go that's it and you gotta wait till after the show because taylor's not coming on before to tell you so and aj um yes thanks you thank you for listening um thank you for having me frankie appreciate it and uh hope to see you guys uh on those show dates let's make it happen we will all right see you guys <laughs> <laughs>